Hello and welcome to Jumpstart Weekly, the manga podcast where every week we read every chapter of Shonen Jump on Viz's website, as well as another collected volume of manga. I'm your host, Jeremy. And I'm your host, Kevin. Uh, apologies for missing an episode last week. I was sick. I, I was also sick at very, like, I don't think we were ever sick at the same time. I think I got sick, then got better, then you got sick, and then I also got, like, you started to get better, and then I got a different kind of sick. I started to get better, but I was not good enough to record a podcast at all last week. There was not one day last week where I was like, we could record today. Okay. I, I just know there was one point where you were starting to get better, and like you were like, I'm starting to feel a little bit better. I'm like, well, I can't currently breathe through my nose, or like I'm still a little bit congested, but allergies just you know kicked me in the teeth like they do at the start of every spring. You uh, sound fine to me. I feel like I sound very weird, but I don't know if I sound fine to you. I a little weird like I sound a little weird to me. Like I said, I'm just very slightly congested and will be for the next several months. Yeah, I know how that goes. I don't usually get allergies until later in spring. Mm-hmm. But I know how that goes. Just to say we we read Blue Lock volume 2 because mm-hmm. that's what we were going to read a thousand years ago. <laughs> it was sitting in an envelope on my bed for a very long time. <laughs> with me going, "No, I do not feel good enough to read that right now." Before that, we have Shut and Jump though. I thought Shonen Jump sucked this week, Kevin. Yeah, a little bit. There was some good stuff, but not not much. I remember last week being a little better, but I also don't remember last week because I was sick. I read yep. it. Shonen Jump told me I did, so I know I didn't make it up. Yes. I have notes and everything. <laughs> yeah, I do think last week was better as well, which is kind of unfortunate because we won't be talking about it at all. Uh, I'm sure a little bit of it will come up. Sure. We'll start with the Elusive Samurai number 102, Family 1335. What did you think of Elusive Samurai this week, Kevin? I thought this was kind of interesting. You know, it's setting up this confrontation that's going to be happening. And I, I kind of like the talk about, oh, the reason I can't read this guy's future is that he's actually got more divine power than I do. I want you to be him because I think humans are cool and gods suck. And yep. he has all the divine power right now. So if you beat him, technology will exist. And if you don't, I guess it'll be feudal Japan forever. Yep. Until the Dutch come. <laughs> Yeah, so I thought that was pretty cool, and then I like that the girl that he hung out with in the city who, like, later on figured out that he was her enemy is now coming to attack them with her wind powers, which is neat. Yeah, well, her divine powers, but she's she's jugalionging it. Yes. A note I wrote down, but did not end up on this list, because also Windows decided to delete my notes halfway through. Nice. That was nice of them. And I had to retake notes. And I was like, I know I wrote a note about Zhuge Liang that you say that, but <laughs> it's not on here. <laughs> Anything else you wanted to say about Elusive Samurai? Nope. Next up, we have One Piece Chapter 1078, Escape Limit, which was fine, but nothing happened in this chapter of One Piece. And usually at least one thing happens in the chapter of One Piece. Right. We find out that it's actually one of the Vegapunk clones that's taken over the island. Yeah, because they wanted to be a celestial dragon. Yep. Like, nothing happens. This is, let's check it over here. Now let's check in over here. Up, oh, Robin's still over here. Yeah, I, I just, I thought that was really cool that she's like, I'm going to be a celestial dragon. Also, uh, we only need one Vegapunk, and it doesn't need to be you. I thought that was neat. I don't know. I thought that was fine. The part I liked is when Zoro's like, I'll go 1v1 him, and Luffy turns to Giraffe Guy, who's ne- I can't think of right now. I was like, Usopp, go follow him, <laughs> because he's got the long giraffe nose. The, the long nose. I also love that he's like, okay, and then like as he's dashing down the corner, you hear, wait a minute, what did you call me? Yeah. <laughs> that was pretty good. 
But yeah, last week was better because it had uh, Lolly Boa Hancock keep posing cute for people and petrifying them by being cute at them. Yes. Which was better than anything that happened this week. Mm-hmm. And, and on account of it was a thing. Mm-hmm. Anything else you want to say about One Piece? Nope. Next up, we have Jujutsu Kaisen number 217, Bath Part 2. I love Jujutsu Kaisen, Kevin. It's a shame the plot of Jujutsu Kaisen just kind of happens at us sometimes. Yeah. That's more about on last week's chapter than this week. Yeah, definitely. But this is kind of something. I'm, it's sort of interesting seeing yeah. these two, like, sort of fight. Yeah, and this other character is kind of interesting, pretty tropey, but yeah. interesting, so that's not bad. And when Jujutsu Kaisen is a fight, that's what I like to read it. Yeah, so this is pretty good. Yeah. Next up, we have Sakamoto Days, Days 111, Bodyguard Assignment. I actually really like this chapter of Sakamoto Days. Yeah, this was pretty good, too. Despite digressing about him being like, oh, yeah, no, this was an assignment. They sent to you to die or to be recruited. Either way, they're rid of you. Yep. And I do like the teacher, but like, see, told you they'd do it. Yeah, I do like that when they were like, what? Nobody succeeded in that mission. Then being like, well, fuck, what are we going to do now? He's like, well, you can join the order. Eh. Or I could get this guy who's a professor at the school to maybe help out. Okay, we like that plan better. And I do like the bit with the uh, they're bodyguarding the the head of the JAA or whatever. And, you know, they get attacked and they get into the car. And then you hear from inside of the man, it's actually like a wife or a, a woman and her child in an inflatable what looks like a Sakamoto suit. Yeah. What my favorite bit is when, like, even the guy who gave the assignment, like, they get out of it, and he's like, all th- four of them, even him, are like, wait, what? Yeah, I know. I, I actually really loved that speech bubble placement, because you yeah. have the speech bubble with little arrows pointing to, like, everybody's head, going, what? And then you have uh, the next panel is everybody except that guy going, what? <laughs> like... You put us on this assignment and you didn't know? I get you not telling us, but how do you not know? Yeah. Anything else you want to say on it? Nope. Next up, we have a Kanabanashi Story 54. Zenzan Reisekai? Reisekai. There we go. I feel like if I was less congested, I could say it. Probably. There's going to be a tuning exams. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'm fine with this. I'm also fine with this. But that's, I summed up the chapter. That's all you need to know. Yep. Tuning exams win after this time skip. Yes. Uh, anything you want to add? Nope. Next up, we have Undead Unluck number 151, Horizon. What did you think of Undead Unluck, Kevin? I thought this was pretty cool. So they turned under crease in the last chapter. And then in this one, they go out the disc or whatever, whatever artifact they're looking for. Is it just me? Because again, I have been sick and my continuity is not great, but I even checked my notes for the last chapter. Did it feel like there was like a chapter missing here? No, okay. I didn't have an I didn't have any issue with that. Okay. Because I remember like right at the end of last week's, they had the disc popped up out of the ground. They were like, all right, we got to go. We know Billy's going to be there. Yeah. Okay. I am willing to accept that's on me because like I said, I had a not great week, mm-hmm. especially for my head. But that was sort of weird. Other than that, I did like the chapter. Yeah. Uh, other than the bit where Billy's like, hey, have you guys read Watchmen? <laughs> I want to do a Watchmen. That turned out great in Watchmen, right? Yeah. I mean, certainly not in any of the bad Watchmen sequels that didn't turn out great. And even the original book really implies that it the also plan was about to fall apart. Yep. So anyway, we're going to do a shonen at you. Yep. And he's like, okay, let's do an Old West du- duel. Have you ever used one of these? She's like, yeah, back in the 1800s. Yeah, and uh, he's I I just I liked him going like, all right, wait, what? <laughs> okay, yeah, okay. Other than that, I like the chapter, and yeah. like I said, I'm willing to uh, accept that that is on me. That's fair. Anything else you want to say on it? 
Nope. Uh, next up, we have Blue Box number 93 to strip away. What did you think of Blue Box, Kevin? It feels sort of weird continuity. Like, I got what's going on, but, you know, it felt like they were like, all right, here's the ticket for the game. And then, like, it almost seemed to, like, time skip to the game didn't matter, but then it, like, did at the end. And I was it's like, just what? suddenly Christmas is coming up. Yeah. And it feels weird. Like, didn't we just have Christmas? I don't think so, but it feels like we did. Yeah. So th- that was that weird bit of, like, we had some weird, like, time loop thing where they were like, here's the ticket for the game. It's in two weeks, but we didn't know it was in two weeks. Like, it would, it made it feel like, here's the ticket for the game in a couple of days. And then... Now I want a story where it's just always about to be Christmas, and, like, every episode Christmas happens, but then the next episode it's about to be Christmas again, and no one comments on it until, like, 100 episodes in. Yeah. And then, like, suddenly there's some big twist to it, and they're like, huh, no, it, now you mentioned it, it is weird that it keeps being almost Christmas. Yeah. That would be funny. That's like the... Uh... I still always love the joke in the Goof Troop movie. He's got his one stoner friend who goes, why are we always wearing gloves, man? And then you never see him again in the movie. <laughs> yeah. Anything else on Blue Box? Also, uh, the other girl whose name I should remember because she's going to be a character. Yumika? Is da- Yumika is dating the protagonist of Persona 5, so that's nice for her. <laughs> yes. <laughs> He's a pretty cool guy, we find out. Yeah. Yeah, I do like the bit where he was like, uh, wait, this is Chie's game? You're absolutely going. I don't care about our date. Fuck that. Yeah. Aren't you secretly in love with basketball? Like, so what if you can't be good at it? You know, I'm like a good boyfriend and I care about your interests and hobbies, right? Yep. I'm not just like here for the dates and the not sex because we're Japanese high schoolers. Yes. Anything else on Blue Box, Kevin? Last but not least, we have Mission Yosakura Family, Mission 170, Mission Yosakura Family. I actually liked the mo- so this chapter of Mission Yozakura where they were like showing off all the the silly shonen training arcs and I I liked a couple of them a lot. I liked a couple of them. I kind of wish there was one serious one. Yeah, for contrast. I, that sort of makes sense, but I I definitely love the the fact that all of them are like, you know, well there's nothing serious that you get like They're all immersion therapy. Yes. And I, I, Except for the one that is lack of immersion therapy. <laughs> but I do think that's funny that there are all these really weird things that they need to be doing. Yeah, like some of them just work a lot better than me. Like the streaming thing, that was pretty funny. But like yep. the brother having to be naked at like a strip bar, I'm like, I guess he is shy. Okay, but yeah, this seems a bit much. Futaba needs to have a friend. That's fine. Yep. Futaba needs to have a friend. A, a friend and or girlfriend. <laughs> And also needs to learn to relax more or like better. So that's where they're going on the hot spring tour. Yeah. Nanos is kind of whatever. Like that one was like, I, I get this. I really liked Kengo's though, where it's like, uh, you're going to be your crushes, like activity planner. Personal secretary. There you go. Personal secretary. And she's like, oh yeah, uh, this is going to be horrible for you as your free spirit self. Like there's so much shit you have to do. And you have to pay attention. Yeah. I'm not sure how I feel about the five-year time skip, but like it's probably fine. This happens in Shonen yeah. Manga all the time. I wonder what happened to their daughter now that they have a son and daughter. I hope she's still there. Yeah, that you know, I, I'm hoping it's the five of them. Yeah, and maybe their maid. Yeah, the maid should be there. The dog should still be there because the dog, I'm I, assuming, is still at the house. So. Yeah, but like that, that's yeah. like fine. I, I don't need to see the dog to assume the dog is still there. Yeah, that's true. Anything else you wanted to say on it? Nope. All right, that'll take us into Jump Card then.
Jump Card is the segment where we complain about all the really bad stuff at Shonen Jump for a while and then put One Piece at the top. <laughs> Except when Blue Box is there. <laughs> 18 this week, Kevin? Counting yes. is hard when I'm sick. What do you have at number 18? I have Cypher Academy at 18. Yeah, there are lots of good candidates for number 18, but Cypher Academy is the winner. Just holy crap, dude. I did not care about... I'm like, I, I don't... I thought last week's chapter was much worse. But then this chapter like really lost me with the just d- giant walls of text. There's literally, there's like, I swear it's like two thirds of the page is an editor's note explaining what the hell is going on. I'm like, are you kidding me? Grant Morrison is my favorite comic book writer and his run on Batman is my favorite comic book run. We even read Batman R.I.P., like best part of it for this podcast. Yep. He has an early issue that is an all prose issue about the Joker. That is like one of the worst things I have ever read. And this was just giving me flashbacks to that awful, awful comic. Yeah. What do you have at 17? 17 is where I put me, Robico. Also just walls and walls of text. Yep. Just, you do. What do you have at 16? I have Ichigoki's at 16. Uh, they're graduating. And I'm like, I are you guys? Just, so this week I had the feeling of... Is everything being canceled? Or is like is Shonen Jump just going to be like ten chapters? Like we're just cutting half of the half of the manga out? You know, we're. we're just... I wondered if Mission Yosakura family was at its end. I was like, oh, that seems weird. Well, that like I'm I everything feels you know, and there's a difference between everything feels like it's reaching a meaningful conclu- like a meaningful conclusion to the arc. You know, like you always want to be on the edge of going somewhere, and it could be an ending. But this felt like a lot of. Is everything getting can? It's like I. That was my. I literally had the thought. Are they going to go down to like ten chapters in the magazine? I with the Ichigokis, I also wondered if they were going to do a weird untime skip, which I thought it would have been funny, because the joke for yeah. a lot of it is he doesn't remember all these people they met in their second year. Yeah, because his memory banks are failing, and I almost wondered if we were then going to flash back and the series was going to take place there for a while. I don't know. Ichigoki is trying different stuff. I kind of appreciate that. It is like not settling on a status quo, though. Yeah. You're definitely right about that. I have Witch Watch at 16. That's fair. I, yeah, I just did not care for any of it. Mm-hmm. What do you have at 15? That's where I fabricate 100. Whatever, you know. Yeah, I have it a little higher because they're like bits about it I like, but yeah, it wasn't good. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have Ichigoki's at 15. So. Gotcha. I have Witch Watch at 14. Uh, I completely agree with you. This is just stupid. And I was like, yeah. I have Black Clover at 14 okay. because I have seen that cutscene in Final Fantasy 14 where all your friends are just there and they're going to fight in the army. And I cared about them a little bit. <laughs> Not these guys. The bit where like the one character's mother shows up is like kind of interesting and the angels just... I don't. I wish I liked Black Clover, Kevin, but I can't. I've tried for like three years. That's I can't. It's, it's only a little bit harder for me. So I have Gink and Gluna at 13. Like... Again, this this is another thing that just feels like it's ending because it's like, all right, cool. She used up all of her. I was also confused on the like they made it seem like she was then spending her memories to use her magical attacks. And I was like, I could have sworn the whole point of the spell that you were doing was that you used the spell to get a bunch of magical energy, not I unlock the ability to spend my memories as magic bullets. I feel like it's kind of both. I didn't mind that because I, I just, really like the idea of, hey, I can use my memories as magic. I So do I. But like it. So what it felt like to me last week when they were describing it the first time <laughs> was that it was I'm going to pick a set of memories, burn them into a bunch of magical fuel. And like uh, that's the spell. And now I have a bunch of magical power. Let's go. 
this felt like it was I activated the ability to burn my memories as spell bullets, I mean, which is still cool. It just it I had a disconnect of they made it because like this makes it seem like no you could you should stop doing this you're going to forget everything no don't worry I can pull through versus last week it felt like I'm going to forget everything because I need to make it through here like I made the choice to forget everything rather than no I can still hold on and maybe I don't have to burn all of it I get the distinction you're making but like mm-hmm. I don't actually think it's a difference in the story which is why it doesn't really bother me okay my fabricant 100 here okay what do you have at number 12? That's where I put Black Clover. I cared a little bit about everybody being in the army to fight these guys, but then, uh, you know, it's just kind of like, okay, well. Of course they were in an army. Like, I didn't need you to show me that. Yeah. You know, all of the Maginites are here. Well, duh, you, like, knew they were going to be attacking the capital. It'd be weird to not summon your army to go fight I, the other army. Maybe you send, like, four or five on a secret RPG mission. Yeah. Other than that, yeah. yeah. It, it's not like, oh, look at all these people we drafted. It's like, you know, hey, check it out. The whole army's here. Uh-huh. There's a big battle today. Why Why wouldn't they be? I got Mashal at 12. Mashal's fine. It's just two jokes that I predicted from the first panel. That's fair. And, like, they didn't punch me because they were exactly the jokes I expected. With him being like, here, you must give up your most valuable thing to come back to life. He's like, here's a cream puff. It's like, no, your bonds with your friends are more important. I'm like, yeah, obviously. This is <laughs> I don't know. I just liked the, uh, it went a lot higher for me because I really liked the bit of him uh, tearing his way back through the door and being like, okay, so I don't get this at all. So what? why do I have to give up something in order to come back? And the guy just being like, uh, how did you do that? What do you have at 11? 11 is where I put Ichinose family. I thought we were going to kind of explore this purgatory idea more, and now he's in a coma dream, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. I like. I kind of liked that it's, twist because of cool. the maybe. It's cool, but I was just kind of like, I again, I had like, as I had been reading everything, I'm having this whole, is Shonen Jump getting canceled? Like <laughs> The magazine? Not I, not the whole magazine, but I'm, it going to become like, one piece. Sometimes we <laughs> let Hunter Hunter in here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Rory Dragon may come back one day. It's not. It's very sad. Where are we? Number 11? 11. Oh, that's where I have Jujutsu Kaisen. Okay. Fight good, but like, that's kind of all it is. Yeah. What do you have at 10? 10 is where I put Tokyo Demon Bride. You know, this. it was all a test. Ha ha. Which, like, sure. Yeah. I, I, I have similar feelings. I didn't super care for the conclusion. It's all right. But I have a list of samurai here because I feel oh, like okay. it was just kind of them. Like, I like the idea in it. Gotcha. But it feels very like, now we're just like, are hanging out for a chapter. Mm-hmm. And I didn't think there was any great character stuff. Oh, that's fair. What do you have at nine? Nine is where I put Jujutsu Kaisen. It's fine. Yeah. Uh, that's where I have Ginkai and Gluna, okay. which also fine. I like the memory stuff, I think, a little more than you, and it didn't bother me this week. Yeah, I think it was really just the disc, for me, the disconnect bothering me is what put it down so low. Because, like, it actually is pretty neat that she's, you know, like, trying to, like, no, I can hold on to the important stuff, but I just need to beat this guy. What do you have at eight? Eight is where I put Undead and Unluck. There's, you know, some neat stuff going on. The fight with Billy is cool. And I I like that she's like, Mr. Billy was the one person who I haven't figured out how to save yet. Because his whole thing is that uh, he needs to do it himself. And I don't know how to convince him not to do that. Um, I have Tokyo Demon Bride story at eight. I very much agree with you. Like, I thought that it was just a test. It was lame. But there were, like, bits of it I liked. Yeah. I I wish the conclusion like I it's the way it was just a test also kind of bothered me. Yeah, like she's like, oh no, I, I'm actually pretty cool with all of that. 
Yeah. Like, like that was kind of like, it was too much of a 180. Like I'm fine with it being a test, but. Yeah. I thought she'd be a little bit more, you know, like she then seems totally, totally fine with it rather than like, it would have been, you know, it's the dad with the shotgun, like, uh, all right, you passed the first trial to date my daughter. But I'm, I got my eye on you, boy. Even like from a story perspective, I was expecting that. Okay, no, I don't need you to hit, cut off your fingers. Like you passed this test. But actually, I was testing you because this thing is happening and I yes. need you to deal with it. Something oh, like that. Also, I was kind of hoping he was going to stab out his eye and do an Odin thing. That'd, that'd be because, cool. Because like he got the wooden sword and like he's been slowly powering up. And I thought yeah. that would have actually been. Yeah, very that would have cool. been cool. But instead, he goes for the Yakuza thing and. I mean, even like even actually losing some fingers would have been like that. All you know, like that was a test you passed, kind of thing. But like, still now missing some fingers. Yeah, like I think that's why I went for the eye because it's cool character design. <coughs> yes, it limits what you can do less. And like I said, there's all the like Odin and like also in Japanese pulp culture, there's obviously the Sharingan, Bakugan. Yeah, lots of eye stuff you can do. Yeah, yeah, that would be cool. But not what happens. So what do you have at number seven? Seven is where I put a Kanabanashi. There's going to be a tuning exam. Yay. That's where I put uh, Mission Yozakura family. Okay. Like a time skip. I liked some of the yeah. things. Not others, but it was fine overall. I got you. We have it six. Uh, six is where I put Mission Yozakura. I, I liked some of the ones. Uh, some of the other ones were just like, okay. Uh, time skip is nice. Nice. Uh, Tile finally had sex. <laughs> Presumably. <laughs> Presumably. Maybe they found more adopt kids to adopt, <laughs> Kevin. Why that, are you that happened to look exactly <laughs> like them. Yeah. Maybe they're clones. Maybe that's what uh, Nana was doing. He had to clone it. Listen, even in Twin Star Exorcist, they finally have sex after a while. So Ah, uh, spoilers. <laughs> I beat Genose family at okay. six. I like the twist at the end. I also like them doing the Breath of the Wild memory quest from the photo album. <laughs> that's fair. What do you have at number five? Five is where I have the Elusive Samurai. I, I really like this stuff with the divine power and like he's got all the divine power. That's why I can't do anything. And that's why I'm betting it all on you. And then I like the the next main antagonist is going to be the girl and her dad, who's finally like, I can't believe you tricked me, boy. Time to die. I got one piece at five. Okay. I just wish something happened in it. I did like that Usopp joke. And like the ending, like you said, is okay as a reveal. But it just had real. Let's check in with these guys. No, Don't let anything happen. This is just a reminder of what's going on here. Mm -hmm. I really did not care for that. What do you got at four? Four is where I put Mashal. I just I really liked that bit of him ripping his way back through the doorway, breaking all of the bands, and then like not demanding anything, just being like, "Listen, I'm really dumb. I just I don't get this. Why can't I just come back to life?" I thought that was funny. I got a count of bonus sheet at four. Okay, gonna be a tuning exam. Mm -hmm. What do you got at three? Three is where I put One Piece. I really liked the bit with Stella, or not not Stella. No, yeah, Stella, being the one like I'm gonna become a celestial dragon. Why? Celestial dragons are awesome. Also, there only needs to be one Vegapunk and. You already lived your life. It doesn't need to be you. I got Undead and Luck at three. Okay. I don't know. I like the dual stuff. I liked a lot of it. Mm -hmm. What do you have in number two? That's where I put Blue Box. Okay. Um, I got Sakamoto days there. Gotcha. So, Like I said, I had the just the weird, like, suddenly Christmas just like it did seem threw like, me for a loop. It does seem like Christmas o'clock, which would have been fine if it was set up better or if it was literally Christmas time when this was coming out because yeah. then it feels right. You yes. can do either one, but it does feel like, wait, was it always about to be Christmas? It doesn't. It Yeah, it doesn't feel like it was about to be Christmas for the past several like months of the chapters. You know, like I, I know it, it's basketball season, so it's just winter time, but 
like it it didn't feel like it was about to be Christmas and no like it seemed like only only the one girl's really like concerned about it like almost as a uh you know we need manager girl to be doing something i know she's concerned she doesn't have a date for christmas i mean that checks out it, if it, it was it, christmas but... yeah but i was like but none of the other characters who like i i'm assuming taiki would be freaking the fuck out about christmas of like what the hell do i do i'm gonna spend it with chie am i gonna spend it with chie because she lives in my house because it's christmas like yeah i am i gonna like do i get her something do i not get her something do i get hina something like do, what the hell do i do like i, I would expect more like him freaking out about crit like this is his first Christmas with a potential girlfriend and a girl he turned down who he still likes, but he turned her down like, do I get her a gift? Like, she's still my friend, but would that be weird? Like, that's what I would expect more with the Christmas thing. So, like, still really like Blue Box. Just that suddenly Christmas just threw me for a little bit of like, wait, what? I get that. I, and I really like Sakamoto Day. Yeah. Especially that, that what? That I I love the those two panels of them all going what and then everyone else be looking back down at the guy who uh, hired them for mission going what hey also is this talking about his wife or is this just all the girls this guy draws look the same I'm gonna guess it's all the guys the girl are... that's my instinct too but I was like is this how Sakamoto met his wife that doesn't seem right that doesn't seem right also because the girl seems like the woman's daughter yes. No, I, I think she calls her mommy. And though I agree with you on all points, but if you told me those that's talk about his wife and his daughter, I would not. I would be very confused because I'm like, the ti well, it's timeline things. Like they yes. look the same, right? You agree with me? Yeah, there? no, they okay. definitely, they definitely look the same. Maybe uh, so. Third is assassin lady that's hanging out with the other guy, though. She also looks similar to them, which yes. is why I'm willing to say is it just all the women he draws look the same? Yeah, but. It could be a, this is how he met, like, it, that's her sister, maybe, or something something along those lines, like, just to give the mankaka a, a bit of a bit of a break on, like, maybe they're supposed to look very similar, and it's like, oh, that's because it's his sister, and he ended up meeting his wife through this interaction. I'm just saying, comics are a visual storytelling medium, so when you have a woman pop up in a flashback that looks like a guy's wife. Yeah, you, you, the first thought is, wait, isn't, isn't that... So that's my problem with Sakamoto Days. That keeps it from number two. After your problem with after your problem with Blue Box, I got you. Anything you want else you want to talk about? Nope. All right, we read Blue Lock Volume Two this week, and we'll be back to talk about that after the break. When did we read Blue Block Volume 1, Kevin? A thousand years ago? One year ago? I think more than a year ago. What did you think of Volume 2? I think, like, I'm, I'm starting to get into it. I know why people seem interested in this. Like, this definitely felt a lot more about, like, all right, cool. These guys are, like, figuring out their secret moves. Like, you know, it's their soccer moves. But, like... I love the finger... Th you don't usually do finger things. You're not Zach, who on the podcast I ha constantly have to tell people what he's doing physically. Yes. But the finger thing you did there was pretty good. <laughs> But yeah, they're like learning all their secret moves. And even they understand like, you know, what's the thing I'm the best at? And uh, I think, you know, I thought that was really cool. I had, I did have the question of, I couldn't remember because we read volume one so long ago. Is this whole camp just to find one striker for the Japanese team? That is the idea. Yes. Okay. 
I couldn't remember if that was the idea or if this was to try and build the Japanese all-star team, like the entire team from this I, I think that facility. is the goal, but what has been stated is that one player from this will. I gotcha. And then I couldn't remember. I was like, well, is that like just this building that they're in is the striker building and there's another one. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Because like they're like, we're going to have you play. We're going to have you play all the positions. I was like, well, I, I can understand knowing defense and stuff. But like, what about the guy who plays goalie? Like if we're going to constantly have these team, like if the teams are getting eliminated, that makes a bit more sense. But it's like, well, if just like individual people are getting eliminated, of course, the goalie's going to get eliminated all the time. Yeah, I'm just now imagining 11 different um, water tribes from Naruto. Only they're trying to make the best soccer player at each position. <laughs> By the end of it, I was getting caught up in its energy a little bit. Yeah. I'm starting to like the main character a little more, but the tone of it, I really don't care for. I think part of that is a lot of like Japanese stories is that Japanese mentality of we all have to come together. Yes. Because all American stories are about one asshole who is better than everybody else. Yeah. And we don't need more of that in our culture, which I get. Japanese culture kind of does need more individualism. I did really like that. I... The guy talking about that specifically with, you know, hey, what's the one sport that Japan actually does pretty good on a world stage in? Baseball, where it's this whole team dynamic and it's not really about one superstar. Because, like, you can't have, even if you have, you got Babe Ruth, the most amazing hitter uh, in, like, in baseball. Babe Ruth can't win the game by himself. Like, he gets to hit it a couple of times the the whole game, like... In fairness, no, neither can Steve Jeltz, except that time Steve Jeltz did. Yeah, but you know what I mean? That it's like the it's a team game versus in soccer, he's talking about there's a lot more individuality. Like in baseball, the big thing is like you're the pitcher, you pitch. That's that's all you do. Versus in soccer, since it's a lot more free form, it's like, yes, I'm the striker, or like I'm one of the defenders. It's like, well, sometimes you got a breakaway. So you like you need to be able to like react to different things. You're not like you know, I, I, I throw the ball really good or like I'm the baseman of like, yeah, I, I just I, I watch and I catch stuff and like I have like one defined role. Yeah, I didn't dislike it. I just like the I don't know coach archetype. I don't know what to call this guy, but the guy in charge yeah, always yeah. strikes me as an asshole and not in a way he, that like I like. Yeah, particularly. That's fair. I think that's kind of the idea, but he's also like he is trying to help because he's kind of going with the. um Hey, our way isn't working. Let's try something else. Yeah. And also, there's I, just something I feel overly harsh about this. I mean, with Food Wars, we talk about how it's a metaphor for Shonen Jump and how yeah. only the best cooks are allowed to be in Shonen Jump. And even if you have really, really, really good manga, that doesn't mean it's good enough for Shonen Jump. Yeah. All the series that we've really liked that have just not quite cleared the bar. Yep. But, like, for so whatever reason, that doesn't work here. Something about the harshness to it. Yeah, that's just, like just seems overly negative on these developing athletes. I guess it's the idea that like some of these people are not going to be at their physical or mental peak just because of their age. Yeah, maybe they shouldn't wash it. I get the you know pressure makes diamonds, but yeah, which is what he's going for. But you're right. There, there's some people that was like, I mean, maybe these guys don't hit their their peak until 23. Like you know, uh, not not everybody is going to peak at 16 or however old these kids are. Like. I understand wanting to pick them up early, but like you said, maybe they just don't figure shit out. So like, I do understand that, but this is at least interesting to see this approach to it of the battle Royale soccer thing. And especially with the, 
focus on like both teams immediately go with the uh well all we need to do is score points so uh fuck anybody else it's all me and then the the one team having the guy who's just much better than everyone else on his team step up that's another thing i had a small problem with i like the idea of the character yeah. like realizing oh hey like he wants to start stalker from zero so he made this thing where like we're all playing like kindergartners going for the ball mm-hmm. and we have to build up but then they just explain that twice in yeah. exactly the same way yeah. what one is when the character realizes it and when is it him explaining it to everyone else but like there's a reason that every time in final fantasy someone has to explain something to someone else that audience already knows it just cuts away yeah and that all media has done that forever yeah. And it feels really strange and awkward here. Uh, not all media. Oh, you're right. Blue Lock didn't do it, for example. Blue Lock didn't do it. It's one of the things that really bothers me about Song of Ice and Fire. That I specifically remember a passage about reading one dude explaining the Red Wedding to someone else, like in another setting. And I'm like, I don't need this guy's perspective on something that happened two chapters ago. Okay? Like, you can just... He explained it to him, like, and then just leave it be. I don't need this again. And that that felt strange and awkward to me. Like I said, by the end, I was being caught up in the energy. Mm-hmm. But that and, like, I think it's mostly the character design. None of the characters really stick out to me. No. Like, like the main character, like, with his, like, just, like, good instincts for soccer, that's a cool idea. But it doesn't sing to me the way Hinata does. Yeah, yeah. And, like, all of his other teammates are just, like, there's the asshole guy and the kind of, like, te- more teamworky prone guy. Mm-hmm. And the person who's really cagey and like, that's it. They don't really stick out to me in any interesting way. No, not particularly. I feel like he's going to ditch them soon. Like, cause that's part of the problem is he's on Z team or whatever. And there's nothing saying that he has to be on this team. I mean, you're right, but I feel like some of them have to stick around. Why spend time on them otherwise? Yeah. I don't know. I do feel you there though. I, I don't really, the, the only one that kind of sticks in my head is the, the one guy who's like, hey, let's work together as a team and is also like whenever they're in the change room is just naked. Yeah. I'm not saying Blue Lock is bad, but like it's not Shonen Jump good. Yeah. And it's not in Shonen Jump. So. Yeah. But it did get an anime. So like people like it, you know, and if people like soccer at the very least. Mm-hmm. Anything else you want to say about it? Nope. Do we want to add anyone to personality power level? Like I said, nah. I kind of don't. Yeah. All right. Uh, next week, we're reading Haikyuu Volume 23. Yeah. I don't think we're going to be reading Blue Lock Volume 23, certainly not anytime soon. I don't think it exists. It does not. I don't like, even know I, if I don't even think four cl- is out. Yeah, right. I was like, I don't even think even close. Until then, our opening theme is Fighting Against One's Will by Midair Machine. Our closing theme is A Psychic Fist by, by Tom W. Emerit. Other music on the show is by Spectacular Sound Productions. And our album art is by Kate Wind on DeviantArt. www.lastpodcast.com is our website where you can check out my other podcasts, It's a Gundam, and Last Time on Video Games as well as older episodes of this podcast, if you want to see what young Jeremy and young Kevin thought of Blue Lock Volume 1. Mm-hmm. Anything you want to plug, Kevin? Nope. Have a great week, everybody. Insinuation It's gotta stop